from the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. It was the monster, man. It was a great big smash. It was a mash. It was the monster, man. It was a mash. It was fucking monster mash. Is there a porn version of the Adams family? I think I'd want to see that. I don't know the words, uh, but welcome everybody. Retro Replay, we're here in the basement. Uh, happy October 29th, uh, two days from Halloween. I'm very excited. As you can see, uh, painstaking efforts were gone uh, through to, to decorate the set somewhat. Took, took us five minutes. What, what Drew? Took you five 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 whole minutes. Took them five whole minutes yeah. to put up one little happy birthday string. I mean, there's balloons. Yeah. Oh, there's a balloon and a bat. Two, two balloons. Where's the bat? Show the bat. There's a bat. Uh, I also got this uh, great gift. Uh, you're not getting old. You're getting awesome. That's a that's a fucking lie. <laughs> that's what that is. Because uh, the only thing that gets uh, awesome when it gets older is whiskey. That's true. And wine. Things that make you forget your existence. Uh, yeah, two days to Halloween. I'm excited. Um, yeah. I have a little bit, uh, you know, uh, something I want to talk about today. Uh, candy corn. It's horrible. Uh, don't, uh, I don't know why. Uh, is it Brax? Like, I think Brax, candy, B-R-A-C-H, they're responsible. That's the sound you make when you eat it. Like, brah, brah. It's the worst candy ever made. Why, who thought of making candy corn? That, that is little pieces of wax that they put some sugar in, and they give it to kids, and, you know, just insulin goes crazy. I don't, I don't know why. Have you ever had candy corn? Yeah, yeah. You have had it. We've all had it, right? Yeah. Do you like candy corn? No. 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 <laughs> and I guarantee we could poll people. And if anybody actually said, I really like the uh, uh, candy corn, they should be put in an institution. There's just, there's no reason for that. There's no reason. I'm not a big candy guy. Are you a big candy person? Listen, growing up, having a birthday, (laughs) like growing up, like I outgrew it. Having a birthday on Halloween, especially as a kid, is like the best. Because you feel, it's probably where my massive ego comes from. Like I've decided, you know, wow, everybody's getting me a present. Uh, even people I don't know, they're giving me candy. You know, didn't notice that other people uh, were getting the candy as well. But 
Halloween candy. Uh, yeah, I did. I liked Halloween candy. Not a fan. Um, there was a there was a, another terrible candy that we liked for some reason in the in the seventies and eighties because there was no real candy. Um, in fact, in the sixties, I don't think they even put sugar in candy back then. Uh, Charleston Chew. Mmm, that some bitch was like porno long, and uh, they had chocolate vanilla, chocolate chocolate, chocolate strawberry. Nobody got that one. Uh, and then for thanks uh, for Halloween, oh Charleston Chew bites. Boom. They spent more on the packaging, and you got less Charleston Chew. Hmm. Yeah. Um, here's the deal. Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right? That's your favorite? Hey, everybody out there, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or Snickers. Not the snack size. Let's go a little bit bigger. doesn't have to be the full bar. Find a happy medium. Snickers, Reese's. We're done. A rat called Magu... Oh, stop. You named a rat. Why would you name a rat? It's a rat. Well... It's not Fible. I mean, this rat's special, though. Keep reading. Oh, it's a special. Yeah, keep reading. Okay. Rat Magua awarded prestigious gold medal for Cambodia landmine detection. Magua, an African giant pouched rat. Wait. A rat with a pouch? Yeah. Isn't that a kangaroo? A marsupial? Well, it's smaller than a kangaroo. Or or has he got like a satchel? Like like an actual, they put a satchel over his little. He succeeded in becoming the first rodent to receive a gold medal. For his work, I'm sure he loves that. We didn't want like, you know, a plate of nuts or some cheese. No, he wanted a gold medal. For his work in sniffing out unexploded landmines and saving countless lives in Cambodia. Well, that that's a good thing. I mean, you know, you can get... Using excellent sense of smell and memory, Magua... It's a, it's, it, it's a rat, just so you remember. Has discovered 39 landmines and 28 items of unexploded ordnance and can search an area the size of a tennis court in 30 minutes. That's... That big a lance. <laughs> well, for a rat, that's pretty good. Listen, I think a bloodhound could probably get a half an acre. Yeah, but... And I, have you been on a tennis court lately? Well, and are we talking about the outer boundaries of a tennis court, or are we just talking the size of a tennis court? Well, I think it's the size of a tennis court, but if you think about it, like, the, the, the reason they use a rat is because it's mm-hmm. so light, it doesn't set off the explosion. So if you wanted a greyhound to do it, great, but he'd explode. Oh, my God. Now you know, you know, now you know what you have in your hands? Yeah. You have, you have a rat with an eating disorder. Because he's going to be sitting there like, hey, here's some cheese. He's like, ah, I'm full. It's like, you haven't eaten. I need to keep my weight down. <laughs> um, or I will explode. <laughs> oh, it takes around nine months to train a rat like this, and they can live for up to eight years, unless they get fat. And they can live up to about 12 seconds. <laughs> What'd you say there, Hermie? Did you find a... <laughs> I found it. <laughs> Well, we got to take another nine months to train another one. Yeah, shit, you should have thought about the head of that, Carl. I don't know. This is not a Cambodian accent, by the way. Uh, but I don't play to stereotypes. So everybody who works with rats uh, talk like that. By the way, I did an independent movie one time where I played this guy who's in a car wreck, and he's thrown into this jail in Mexico, uh, and and he's paralyzed. And in a in a, uh, a fever dream sequence, they actually poured like out of a bucket. They had a rat wrangler. Look it up; it's a real thing. They had a rat wrangler pour thirty live rats on my chest, and I. And they were like, "You can't move!" I'm like, Argh. and I have to just kind of scream. I said, "We're doing this once," and they got it all set together. You know, there's blood and everything, and I'm lying there. Well, guess what? Um, 
Rats love sugar. Okay. Uh, guess what fake blood's made out of? That's right. Caro syrup and red food dye. Uh, so all the stuff, they started licking and like nibbling at. Uh, and when I screamed, they peed and, and, and pooed all over me. Sure thing. And the rat wrangler came in when they yelled cut. She said, you didn't tell me he was going to yell. You can't yell like that. I'm like, get him off, get him off, get him off. <laughs> seriously, because my, again, I'm, I'm pinned to this board because my character is supposed to be, anyway, it, 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 it like, I think it went to like the Telluride Film Festival, stuff like that. And all people talked about was like, they use real live rats on that guy. And we had to do it a second time. Mm. And how much did I get paid for that? Mm-hmm. Goose egg, nothing. They could have got Richard Gere to do it for free. Yeah, but she's like, we had 30. Where are they, why are there only 28? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> if, I don't know. Uh-uh. And why is there a, why is there a, a snack size piece of, of Snickers here? Somebody eating Snickers? Lemmy Winks, South Park. You get it. Don't look back, Lemmy Winks, or you'll soon be dead. Lemmy Winks. Magua. It's, and you know, the funny thing is, it's it's cute, but I am just not a, a fan of rats. You can't do it. Uh-huh. I just don't know. See, listen, the rat can detect a landmine, but it's not going to diffuse it. Right. There's, so there's got to be a guy who has to diffuse it. Imagine him. It's like, how was your day? I work with a rat. My partner is a rat. <laughs> he finds a landmine, and I... Hope it doesn't blow up in my face, you know? And what does a rat do? The rat just going over, he's like lighting a cigarette, going, be careful. <laughs> that shit, that's it. Smells live to me. Rats, by the way, rats shouldn't smoke because it will affect their sense of smell. A lot of people don't know that. That's why a lot of people smoke in New York City, so they don't smell all the garbage and urine. Um, <laughs> Let's talk to Tank Dempsey himself. Ladies and gentlemen, my buddy, Steve Bloom. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Bloom. What's up, buddy? What? What? Hey, man. Nice to see you. Look, good virtually. to see you virtually. Um, yeah. It's like I'd uh, be just, in the same just, room with you. Then. That's right. But it feels like yeah. you're there because you're on a big screen TV, so you never look so good to me. You really, uh, it, looks, it looks great. Don't you even get started. Um, look at you. So th- this, is where, this is where Blumvox does all its stuff, right? Is that the, the famous Blumvox, you bastard. Bloom I call it Blum. Vox. I call it Blum. Don't you know people you every call time? People call every time, Drew, they say, oh, do you know Steve Blum? And I'm like, I know Steve Bloom. <laughs> Blum, how many people <laughs> mess that name up? Because it's B-L-U-M. It's B-L-U-M. Yeah. Uh, about 50% mess it up. I don't care. Just call me. I, I really don't care. I know, I, mean, I know who yeah. you are. You yeah. are Dempsey, and I hate yeah. you. I, uh, I hate so, you too. Uh, we, we've, uh, for everybody, uh, Steve has been in everything. Uh, for people, yet. people like to say, "Oh, Nolan North's in all the video games." No, actually, Steve Bloom is in all the video games no, um, I'm and trying. animation. Um, and you know, I, and I was thinking about it today. I knew you coming on. Do you know I did my first series with you? I know. Do you remember what the very first thing you said to me was? No. <laughs> I didn't even know your name yet. You and I were sitting uh, pretty close to each other. And you said, I am I just got a vasectomy. You want to hear about it? And I and I said, uh, and, you, and you just launched into it. And you told me in graphic detail about the vasectomy. It was one of the most fascinating and nauseating things I'd ever heard. And you know what? So, I got I to gotta come clean. 
never had a vasectomy. That's what I figured. I just wanted to talk about my genitals. And yet I, I always, fell in love with I, you I that always day, find a so way in. Our entire relationship has been built on a lie then. Uh, so <laughs> Call of Duty, zombies. What you were famous for like the meat bags and just some of the just yeah. guttural screams, yeah? Splattering gut bags and yeah, uh, maggot addicts. I got to, to do a lot of Ooh. zombie uh, insulting. I was like the Don Rickles in the zombie world. The maggot addicts. Um, maggot addicts is what I call them. Yeah, but they actually played me quite a few of your lines, especially in the last go around. They, they played me a bunch of your lines, mostly because they were shocked at how uh, touching your emotional uh, parts were because it was so broad and so, so crazy through most of the franchise oh, and then towards the end when Richtofen really had that, you know, come to Jesus moment, uh, they were all so deeply touched by that, but they would, they would often play me a bunch of Richtofen stuff. And, and well, they, uh, cause they, they, they fed into that rivalry. And if yeah, for people who don't know, <clears throat> we're continuing our rivalry uh, on the TikToks. I hate you with the passion of a thousand sons. <laughs> I guess it's stabby time. Stabby time. Stabby time, bub. <laughs> Crossover. Yeah, I don't are. even know what that is, but it's like I saw my kids saw you do one. I said I'm going to do one back, and then you did one. I owe you one now. Uh, you owe or, me one. Yeah. I know you want, but I'm, it's always going to be you owe me one. I owe you one because it's too much I, fun. I need and followers, then, hurry up! And then you know yeah. what we got to do? It's got to. It, people don't realize that we've worked together for years. Not <laughs> only do we have Richtofen and Dempsey, we have we have Wolverine and Deadpool. Wolverine I mean, and Deadpool, yeah, and Wolverine you, Scott too. Oh, that's, that's right. That's, that's where we started was with Wolverine and Scott, and they were bitching each other. Oh, that's right. Because well, because Jean Grey, we had we had a yeah. love triangle going on. Yeah, we did. I mean, she would not we leave did. us alone. Right. <laughs> Wait. I know. Same thing with Fred. That, is that, that's the other thing. So I, awkward. So. Awkward. And and I I talked to Fred about this. Um, Fred's known for all the you know monsters and doing all these things and the Hulk and mm -hmm. the roars. He was the beast in Wolverine yeah. and the X-Men. And I mean, yeah. it was almost like he had a, he had that Kelsey grammar, like kind of very, you know, and that's really Fred's voice. That yeah. kind of soft-spoken kind of thing. Intelligent. He's actually sickeningly talented. He's an amazing. I know. And, and he's, he's in range. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Yeah, but he's, he's got that massive ego though. I mean, you know, I you know. can't, everybody can't stand Fred. I know. Just sucks all the air right out of the room every time he walks in. So how you been handling all this uh, this this COVID crap? Yeah, I mean, you look you've been working you've been working from that studio, right? You don't go to you do I a lot of work been there. Working. This this actually isn't my studio anymore. This is a virtual background of my old studio in my house that I just sold. And my current situation is working out of a closet uh, at Mary's house. Uh, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, for those of you who don't know, is my fiance and uh, voice actor and director, uh, animation voice director. And uh, we're building a house in Hawaii, so we're going to build a really nice studio there. But in the meantime, I don't got this place no more. This is where I was doing all of my classes from. And right. That, well, I recognized it from the yeah. class because I've sent people to your your uh, your website, and I thought you were actually in that. That's a virtual background. You look really good. How does pretty he good, get, right? Yeah. How does he get his head not to look all weird like mine I, when I use a virtual background? I got a green screen, so that helps. I oh. still don't have the proper lighting. It's still you get a lot of affectations, and sometimes in the corners, like down here, you'll see a little piece missing or something, but it's pretty don't, good. Don't ruin the it's magic. Don't ruin the magic. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy with it. No, I am in this studio right now, and it is luxurious, baby. So when you build the house in Hawaii, um, yeah, I, I just need a guest a bedroom, 
and I will yep. need uh, just like if you. I'm kind of old school, so if you could just print out the you know the directions to the nearest three to four golf courses. And you'll get menu options every day too. So just send me your list of requirements. Of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, I like I like and meat. I like a lot of the yeah. meats. I figured we're gonna get a, a a freezer just for you with a half a cow in advance of your visits. Mm. So and uh that's good you know do, but use all services. the cows you want to all use the all the cow right. yeah we just lost all the vegetarians in your audience sorry there are no vegetarians in my audience well there and might by be. use the cow he meant something very different than what you're thinking so people yeah. like the vegetarians i love that they said uh, eat a salad i said salad isn't food it's what food eats <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you will have a place to go there and and you can it, record there too it's, it's, it's gonna it, be really nice yeah it, now how are you getting by because we got what people don't realize in our industry is a lot of times we don't get to we don't get to see each other. Uh, we don't record yeah. a lot unless you know we had something like. So we've worked on Wolverine, X Men, Transformers Prime. I got to work with you, mm -hmm. um, uh, Starscream, mm -hmm. um, which we used to say Starscream in heels. He had a. They wrote Starscream in a very interesting way. They did. Yeah. And if you split it up, it's Stars Cream. So which somebody pointed out to me. So. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I don't know, saying. but I like it. I like it. Yeah. Let's bring more of that Transformers Stars Cream. Yes. Available at stores near you. Exactly. In three delicious flavors. Yes. Cheese, brown, <laughs> and apple. Cybertronian cheese. Wait, mm, is brown delicious. a flavor? It is now. Delicious. Yeah, Energon flavor. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, is correct. That's what the that's what Transformers, that's their power source. Like what they need how do you to. know that i'm a that nerd that's what sustains us I, I have a nerd surrounds us we're all nerds but i didn't know that i know i'm very impressed with that drew <laughs> that's pretty cool he's got a lot of spark that fellow oh look what you did a spark that's another spark. reference i knew that one Heart i knew that one that was yeah. really good yeah that was great, shia right? labeouf yeah that's it. I'm just wow. gonna say that word. It went sideways so fast. We're like five minutes in, and it already went sideways. That it always, there is no straight and narrow. It's always side. It's just it's just split off, and then the, the editor sits there and gets really high and pieces it together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you were talking about studio and how are we how are we getting by and all that stuff. Yeah. So, but but you were um, now. Are you still doing all your uh, your website where where people are are taking classes with you and? Yes, I'm doing that from home from this very location. This is just an unused spot in Mary's house. And I set up a little virtual studio here. And uh, I used to be, bring people into the studio live as my guests. Uh, first 30 classes were by myself and it was sort of lecture style to get all the nuts and bolts of voiceover. And now I bring in people who are much better than I am uh, at what they do and uh, interview them. And then we do a live Q&A and we're doing that once a month. And I've uh, never been invited, Drew. No, you mm. haven't. Yeah. Sorry. Do you know yet. why? Because he knows I'm just going to turn it dark. That's the problem. We have to teach. Nolan, why'd you get into this business? Can... I was on heroin. Yeah. <laughs> See, Uncle Noli will tell them bad things to do. No, that's not true. To I reverse really... that is going to be really tough. I really don't. I, I have very limited knowledge. I don't. People say, what's your process? I'm like, I don't know. I show up. They say, stand there and be good and we'll give you money. And I go, okay. <laughs> and I just, you want to be a guest in my class? Yes, I would love to. Would you do that? Would you actually do it? Yes. All right. 
Yes, look, I I've got two three... octaves to say yes. Oh, oh my God. All right. All right. You're going to get a letter from my people very listen, shortly. Listen, you know, I guess you, you have a short memory. You must not remember. You helped me out big time when my kid was little, my oldest, uh, Cooper, was little. The, he did Cub Scouts for two years or something. And some of his, they found out that I had done Richtofen in Call of Duty and the Cub Master's sons were in it and they loved it. Do you remember you came out to that, we went to that, uh, I met you at that, that Cub Scout thing and we just, yep. we sat up there by a table and th these kids just asked us questions and we talked. And, yeah. Yeah, so I owe you one. I mean, are you kidding me? I love that stuff. And, and no, you don't. I, I love that stuff. That's, that's actually what I live for. I, I really enjoy doing that kind of thing more than the work itself. It's, it's so great. And especially if they don't know who we are and they don't care, that makes it even more fun. Absolutely. And, and that's the hard part. That's what I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. I, you know, I, I did, I've done a lot of uh, cons, but you, you and Mary, I mean, you, you guys were basically like, Hey, we get free travel. We make a few bucks. Let's go. You get yeah. on the road, you get after it. Yeah. Um, we did, we were doing 25 to 30 cons a year before the shutdown. Are you serious? It was crazy. Yeah. I'm actually so glad to be home right now. It, it's, it's such a relief not yeah. to have to be getting on a plane almost every weekend it was crazy it was just crazy i, I, had, a, I had a bag that just stayed perpetually packed i did three in a row once and i mm -hmm. thought i was going to lose my mind and it's i felt brutal. like i felt like that third one i i you know i was so tired um mm -hmm. and and, and and people don't realize it takes a toll on your voice too because it does usually you're yelling above the crowd for hours you know just talking yep. to people and uh, that third one, I felt like I may have let people down because they're like, oh, I'm a big fan of Uncharted. I'm like, hi, yeah. yeah. Nice to meet can you. Can you do that <laughs> voice? No, I can't. It's like, I can taste colors right now. Yeah. I, I'm so <laughs> tired. Uh, yeah, and we don't eat and we don't drink enough water mm -hmm. properly. We're, we're out. It's, it seems like it would be a really easy thing to sit on your butt for three days and, and talk to people. But well, it's, what was the it's last just staying present also. What was the last uh, one you got Vegas, to do? With, with Vegas? With me? I was there. Was it Vegas? It was that. Was the last one? Yes, because we had uh, we that was the one with uh, Miley Flanagan was there. And yep. Yeah, we had dinner with uh, Miley Flanagan. If you don't know, who that is uh, Jakers. She's done everything. She's a sweetheart. She's genius. Naruto. She's Naruto. Uh, she's Naruto. Uh, I mean, we, but it was one. Of, it was strange. It was just that. Uh, that it was that. It was a smaller con, but it was quick. You know, we figured we'd fly down yeah. forty-five minutes from Los Angeles. You're in Vegas, mm -hmm. and who wouldn't thunk? That was the the last one of the year. I know. Didn't see that coming. Nope. I had twelve or thirteen more already booked and just canceled them all. When do you think we'll get back at it? I know Dr. Fauci was talking about maybe things will be a, a somewhat normal, uh, by possibly this time next year. Who knows? Uh, I mean, do you think? It, it do you think you'll sh will you shut it down till twenty twenty two, or do you think? Frost. Probably because I've yeah. thought about that too. I mean, I you yeah. know, I th and I think a lot of cons are going to try to do some virtual stuff, and that's yeah. fine. I've but, done a lot of virtual cons already. Just uh, shown up for panels and done a few signings uh, virtually, um, and it's it's fun. It isn't the same kind of energy, but it's it's already kind of a, a hive of disease at most conventions anyway. And I'm I'm super careful. I'm always using the hand sanitizer between each person. Some people don't even shake hands. They do the elbow thing. Brent Spiner won't even touch you. Um, oh, he'll touch uh, me. Oh, lucky. I was like, hey, lucky. guess what? Hmm. 
You need some data. <laughs> I got it for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you do. And yes. We all do. No. That kind of data. Uh, anyway, I think that's, um, one, that's one of my favorite things is when you, we go to those cons and it's like, oh my God, it's data. And he's talking to Jordy over at the, they're having chicken wings in the green room. I know. That's ah, crazy. I know. And then Hulk Hogan walks in and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's bananas. Those things are just bananas. The green rooms are ridiculous in those things. You I remember the first, colliding. what was the first con you ever did? I did one in Sacramento. This was back in the anime days uh, before people really accepted dubbed anime. I can't even remember what the name of the con was. And I was sitting there, my very first thing, I had maybe three or four shows under my belt and they just needed guests and everybody yeah. was going for free back then. I just wanted to go for the free flight. So I thought, wow, free flight to wow, Sacramento. That's, Sacramento. That's luxury, dude. I never you know, get out of that's the capital so. of California. It certainly is. So, so I go up there and I'm sitting in this panel and about 10 minutes into the panel, some guy stands up and he goes, why are you ruining the art form of anime? You're destroying this man. And then uh, for the next week, everybody started, it was, almost became like a riot in that room. People were screaming and yelling. And I said, I'm just trying to do voices for a cartoon. What are you talking about? I didn't know that it was subs versus dubs and otaku and, and it, they just weren't accepted. Dubs weren't accepted yet into the industry. It was a long time ago. And I actually got death threats. I, they, really? They, there was somebody who sh showed up at my house who was sitting across the street looking at my house. And I had to change my phone number. I had to change my email address. It was really, really scary back then. So I didn't do cons for like 10 years. And then eventually I had a wow. couple shows out and people said, no, people have changed and the fans are really great and, and they want to meet you and they want to talk to you. And I said, oh, I don't know. And then, so I did. I did cons for free for many, many years and just to travel and just to meet the fans. And then I realized, oh, some people are actually making money at this. This is kind of cool. So uh, eventually it became the best of both worlds. And um, and I really liked it. I really liked going to the cons and, and having conversations with people who would say that, you know, watching something that we had worked on, a video game or a, a show, got them through a really rough time of illness with a loved one or helped their autistic kids start speaking for the first time. We had no idea anything that we were going to do was going to affect somebody's life out there. We're working in a rubber yeah. room. So it's, it's become something that I'm, I'm kind of passionate about going to. And that led to the teaching ultimately by, by going to these cons. Yeah. You know, I remember um, the first one I ever went to <clears throat> sort of, you were there and really? uh, yes. And uh, it was in Anaheim. Um, I don't know what it was called, but I, I, I remember I had to take pictures and, uh, Keith Aram, uh, at PCB oh. had, uh, yep. or had said, you should come down. I think he was doing his, um, his graphic novel. He set up a table. He said, I have tables. You can come sit down oh. there. And I drove down and I had to go to Kinko's and get like pictures of Nathan Drake done. I'm like, yep. I don't know what I'm doing. And I, so I drove down with a bunch of pictures and I found my way in. You know, nobody knew, there's no handlers, nobody knew who I was. And I had the pictures and I walked over and Keith, hey, there you are. Here's your table. Uh, I had a little bit of a mess up and I looked down and they they spelled my name wrong. And I put the, the, the things down and I, I walked. I remember oh, God. I saw you setting up and you had all these different pictures. And I had one picture and you had all these different things. I'm like, this guy's an industry. This is amazing. I, I don't have anything like that. And I went, they said, well, the green room's that way. And I remember walking down and it was, 
there weren't a lot of people, but there was one line and William Shatner was there. And I walked all the way back to the green room and there was a guy who had done like eight appearances on the love boat in the eighties screaming at someone that the chicken wings were all gone and that he demanded more. And do you know who I am? And I turned around, went to the bathroom, walked back, got my pictures, dropped them into a trash can and walked back to my car. Oh my God. I was, I just, I, I, there was no, you had people like, but nobody knew who I was. And I just was like, and nobody was telling me anything where to go. And I was like, I can't do this. That was, and yeah. I, it was I a sort nightmare. I remember that. It was I a sort nightmare. I remember that kind. Yeah, it was a nightmare. And, that, the, and it was years later. And I, I, ironically enough, years later, my first official one would be Sacramento, Sac Anime. Uh, wow. They invited me up. And, and that's a nice one. Yeah, and it was nice. And it was just yeah. like, you know, uh, it was my first step into it, you know, where you go up for, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, I think I just actually just did Saturday, Sunday. And I've subsequently done that a couple times. But, uh, you know, that was the first time people were like, we're here to see you. And this is great. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting. So, uh, and the last time I did SAC Anime, the po uh, they, somebody pulled a fire alarm and in the middle of a panel <laughs> around the oh, street. Was I at that? You might have. That's happened at a couple of them for me. Yeah, I might have been at that one. You might be that the guy pulling familiar. them. In fact, I think we had, didn't we have a panel together? And it was a big one and they pulled the yes. fire alarm. Yes, that's right. That was like the big panel of the weekend. Yeah, and they and had they, to cancel the panel up. and people were losing their mind. Oh my God, yeah. It's and crazy. it was some guy who, it was just some dude who did something just outside the door. It wasn't even a fire or it was something like with one of the food carts or something. Yeah, and I don't think, I, I think yeah. it was, wasn't it like accidental? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Don't, who knows? But I remember because it was raining and everybody had to go out. The only time it rains in Sacramento, it was yeah. raining. And everybody went outside. So uh, do you like going to cons now? Do you do you actually enjoy that before it shut down? Yeah, no, I do. I do. I I, I get a kick out of it. You know, I, I you know, first of all, it was just, I, I couldn't believe how lucrative it could be. You know, you could go mm -hmm. and, you know, all of a sudden you're like, I'm paying, helping, paying my bills. It's helping my family. And that's always like what I'm all about. Mm -hmm. But then the more and more you do it, the more and more people you meet. And it was a chance to see how, you know, I mean, you know how it is. When, when I was growing up, video games, that was like what kids would put their music on and just play video games. It was no big deal. And it was, it was people kind of looked down on them. And now you meet people and either the animation or the video games. And like you, you know, I, I have the privilege of, you know, doing kids cartoons, doing uh, video games, adult cartoons, you know, all things. And so I get a wide range of fans. And to see how it affects them, um, parents come up, you know, thanking me because their, their son who has cerebral palsy and he... he, he he can play games. She's like, you know, he'll never run and jump like Nathan Drake, but he can go on these adventures with you. Thank you. I mean, it oh. hit me at a, at a you know, different level. You actually, I recount the story you told me about, and I'll let you tell the story, but uh, about the, uh, the soldiers playing Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you, t I remember you telling me that story, at, I believe at a convention or, or maybe out here at the studios somewhere. Um, yeah. about how I couldn't believe that they play our, they play shoot 'em up games after actually going out with real guns. Afghanistan. These guys were stationed in Afghanistan. It was, it was, I think it was some Marines, if I remember right. 
and they were on uh, on duty and they were in battle and they had watched some of their du- their buddies die and they would come back to their tent at night and play Call of Duty to feel normal again, which was just, it was the most counterintuitive thing I'd ever heard. But yeah. they said that that's what they'd be doing if they were home. And that was their sense of community by playing that game. And I just did another thing. My, my uh, cousin is a chaplain. He's over in England right now. He's based in Minot, North Dakota with uh, the Air Force. And uh, they got stuck over there. They had a COVID outbreak. They went over on a mission and they got stuck there for an extra few weeks for their deployment. So these guys are all stuck in a tent. And he asked if I would do a Zoom thing just like this. And these guys are in this tent and they're asking questions about Call of Duty and other games, particularly the military games are the ones that they really connected with. When they're dealing with that crap all day long for reals, it's just astonishing to me that it has that kind of uh, an effect on these guys in such a positive way yeah. and gives them something to look forward to. Yeah. I, and so. I, 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 after you telling me that story, I remember I talked to a couple, you know, you come up and, you know, uh, you can always tell like some of the military guys because they'll come up, Mr. North, how are you? Thank you so much, Mr. North. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you play uh, Uncharted? Yes, sir. I do, sir. And you're like, you're military, aren't you? Yes, sir, I am. Yeah. I mean, just they, they are, that's dr- drilled into them. And I told yeah. him about your story. And he said, yeah. well, I'll take it a step further. He said, um, sometimes we'll get a satellite signal. He said, and we'll be able to link up with our buddies back home and play. Yeah. yeah. He said, so it's not just playing on the console one-on-one. He said, sometimes we get, and all of a sudden we jump in. It could be 15, 20 minutes, but we'll get that things passing overhead and we are there and it's like mm-hmm. being back home. Yeah. And I, it just, it brought it back down to this, this level of, wow, this is, this is really cool. I love hearing people's stories. And it's interesting when, when you talk about what we do and how we have fans who are male, female, white, black, Asian, uh, all shapes, all sizes, all, uh, all, 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 you know, uh, creeds and beliefs. I mean, it's, it's and all ages, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I signed something for a guy in his 80s in, in mm-hmm. England who plays with his grandkids who were in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm better than they are. And I'm like, God yeah. bless you. you They're know, so, bonding with yeah. this stuff. It's amazing. I, and, and, it's really it, amazing. And, and as I tell people, especially with gaming, it's recession proof. I mean, yeah. you know, you can't go to the movies, but by God, you can go buy a $60 game and boom, you're, you got hours okay. of entertainment. I know. What, what's been lucky. your favorite? What's what's been your favorite thing that you've done? I, I know it's a lot. Oh Is there, God, do you have any one that kind of like for me? It's Nathan Drake. It just that changed things for me, and it it just and you know I got roles after Uncharted that went against uh, Nathan Drake, and but people were it just that was that was kind of my linchpin, if you want to call it that. Well, I I understand that because but. But you did all of the motion capture. You did everything for Nathan Drake. So that was as much of a journey for you as it is for the yeah. fan experience, I would imagine. For me, it's very different because I don't do the motion capture. I'm in and I'm out of the studio really quickly for most things. Yeah, I know. I've I asked you about that. I said, do you ever want to do motion capture? You're like, hell no. No. Like, well, I'm, I'm not, not an on-camera. I'm not trained as an on-camera actor. I hate memorizing. I haven't had to memorize anything in 45 years. So I'm not even sure if those brain cells even function anymore. Um, you know, I can do two or three lines at a time when we're doing uh, some stuff. And I've done facial capture stuff, but the motion capture thing, I just I didn't really want to do it. And I look, 
awful in that suit too with all the balls all over me. It just, it just doesn't work. I tell people I look like ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't care about that. But it, I just uh, I don't like. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I, part of it for me is I just don't like being in one place for like eight hours. And I can understand you, that when you do motion capture, it's like being on a set. You're there eight, 10, sometimes 12 hours. See, that's and, what I like uh, about motion capture. Cause I've done a lot of on-camera stuff and you're not there eight to 10 hours. You're there like 16 to 18 hours. Yeah. And most true. of it's just sitting around. Ironically. Yeah, so that's gotta be a cakewalk for you. That's gotta be really <laughs> fun and easy for you. Yeah. Well, at least motion capture, you're actually in and out in a, a normal yeah. course of a day. I've done, uh, you know, television shows where I'll show up at for a 7 a.m. call and I'm not home till 9 p.m. And I shot two scenes, but because wow. of lighting and then they had to get this person out, then they had to move sets and then the it's all day long. And you literally, you nap and, you know, and apparently yeah. I talked to some, you know, some people, uh, you know, they brought their gaming consoles and they'll just game all day. Yeah. So yeah, like, I don't have, I don't have the patience for that. My, uh, my friend Logic uh, is a hip hop artist. I've done a few. Did he actually just say my friend Logic? Like we don't know who that is. Well, some people. That's don't. called a name a lot drop. Of people we in my like community it. Give him the name yeah. drop. We have a name drop. There you go. Boom. I'm, just... I'm actually wearing the shirt from one of his albums. I forgot that I had that on today. Um, anyway, I, I did a few music videos with him, and I would have like one line or two lines in the video, and I'd be there for like five or six hours, yep. and I I would just be saying, like, "Can I just do my part and go because it's hot and I have to wear this outfit?" And I would, they put me in a skin wig and. No, it was, it was super fun. I really liked it. But uh, man, just just being there for all those hours, I would rather just get in, get out and do the thing. But the yeah. thing is that that um, logic when he's on tour also and when he's doing these video game shoots or, or video shoots, uh, if he's going to be there for a while, we'll bring a video game console. He's a video nerd. He's got a Twitch channel now. And uh, there was one show. I don't remember where it was. I, I happened to be doing convention in that particular city where he was touring. And I finished the convention for the day. I showed up backstage just to surprise him. And I go into his uh, his green room, whatever you call it, for superstars. And he has this gigantic travel box, one of those heavy duty armored cases that has this giant video game console in it. And he travels with that thing, he puts it on a bus and he travels with that. And he plays he? Call of Duty, he plays a lot of, he's played Uncharted a million times. He's He's a he's a big fan of yours, actually. Is he? But it was but it was really funny to see uh, somebody who was he would just get off stage performing for ten thousand people, and all he wanted to do is go go back to his green room and play games. That was it. Oh my god! That, that was that was what got him through. Oh, I got I got That's what got him through get... the rough times when he was growing up too. Is, yeah. it, is that right? Well, mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to when this COVID thing's over, I'll have to have have him down here sit in the couch. He's amazing. Yeah, he me. just he just moved out of town, but he probably Zoom, I, I would think. Where where is he? Yeah, where do he move? I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. I don't know if he's um, announced that. Tell me later. Loud. I don't care. Yeah. I yeah. don't care. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I no. Um no because there's time <laughs> listen, there's times that I'll just sit there and just start playing on realtor going, What are the what are the prices in Montana look like right now? Ooh. Yeah. What is it was gonna... a place like that, and he ended up getting this ridiculous house for half the money of what he was paying in LA. Yeah, so. yeah, and and but I mean that's that's how it is. I mean it's just yeah. that's that's the no that's interesting. Um, uh, like you're going to go to Hawaii, which is not cheap, mm -hmm. um, from LA. I mean a lot of people just like 
but but where did the where did the love for Hawaii come from? Like where? I mean, I I love visiting I, there, but I, I like being on an island is kind of like you being on a set. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I I kind of fell in love with Hawaii when I was a little kid. I was a I was always a fan of uh, anything having to do with the ocean. I was a big fan of Jacques Cousteau back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh, before most of you were born, there was a show called Jacques Cousteau. It's the guy who created. He was the a Aqua French Lampier. guy. I don't yeah, know why French he guy. just went into the Yiddish, but yeah, he was well, French. He, but he was old. He was always old. Was we like, used to do. We used to do this too on Wolverine and the uh, X Men. What? Boy, did we ever! Boy, wow. did we? We was like what? the two Billy Crystals. Line? What? Right? What? Uh, Who said hitching what? Up my pants. Hitch up your pants, you <laughs> bastard. Um. Anyway, I so I, I I fell in love with uh, everything having to do with the ocean back then. The first time I went to Hawaii, when when I was a kid, my dad was a doctor. He had some convention there, so he got us all to go free. And uh, I just remember stepping off the plane in Honolulu and smelling uh, plumeria. And I thought, wow, home doesn't smell like this. And then looking in the water and I could see my feet as I'm standing in the water in the ocean. Yes. You can't do that in Los Angeles. And so I always had this fascination with Hawaii. And, and in the back of my mind, I always thought, I want to live here someday. And I just never thought it was possible. And then uh, four years ago, Mary and I uh, did a convention on Big Island of Hawaii. Uh, called uh, Hawaii Con and teeny tiny convention. We made absolutely no money. I think we lost money at the convention. Didn't matter because they put us in this beautiful suite overlooking the ocean. Uh, but we met some of the most amazing people there. Uh, we met photographers and uh, uh, artists and uh, farmers. There's this guy who lives in a, the, the con chair has his own jungle farm in Hilo. And he looks like a mad professor. He makes these crazy films. Uh, amazing guy. And we became really, really close with these people. And uh, we realized, you know what, there's actually community here. We could actually build a life here. It's possible. And Mary has the same love for Hawaii. She fell in love with it then too. Uh, Cree Summer was there and Aaron Douglas was at that con and um, all of us just kind of bonded. But the thing that really uh, got Mary, I think, uh, to consider Hawaii as a home was one night we were out on the beach and we had these lights out on the beach in front of the hotel. And as you step off that beach, you step into darkness. The next beach over was public and there were no lights on it. And so we, we thought, well, let's go over there and see what that looks like. We were just curious to see if the ocean looked different, if there was any bioluminescence. We step out of the light and all of a sudden the, the sky lit up and we could see the Milky Way in a way that I had never experienced in my life. You could feel the movement of the earth under the stars. And Mary just started crying. I thought something was wrong. And she goes, look up look up and and both of us went oh my god this is it, it's we really get a sense of being on a spaceship in the middle of the universe somewhere and That's between amazing. that and then and then subsequent trips going out there going out to the live lava fields when kilauea was still erupting one of our friends who's a photographer took us out there and we were watching the earth being born lava flowing up out of the earth in front of us five feet away from us uh, and then we got scuba certified. And the first time we uh, get in, in the water for a big open water dive, we look up, we're about 30 feet down, and there's a school of spinner dolphins right above us and turtles going by and sharks. And I thought, oh my God, I could do this every day if we lived here. This would be amazing. And uh, and there are five different climate zones or seven different climate zones yep. on that one island. You can be in the snow uh, in the morning and be back in the water in the afternoon. And uh, it's it's just always called to me. I have 
Hawaiian tattoos all over my back and my shoulders uh, that I had done by a Hawaiian chief. Um, they're all authentic. Wow, you're symbology. all in, aren't you? I am all in, yeah. And and that was before I even thought about moving to Hawaii. I just I had this fascination. I've had this uh, connection with it uh, since I was a little kid. And then I realized, oh my God, it might be possible. One of the, the the ladies there who was running the convention happened to be a realtor, and she was saying, you can buy a piece of land in Hawaii for two hundred thousand dollars. I said, really? Like a nice piece of land? And she said, yeah, like three acres. And I went, wow. Show me. And so she took us to the other side of the island. We found a piece of land that's 3.6 acres and we bought it that year. And uh, yeah, I remember just this. decided we don't know if we can ever afford to build on it, but we're, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to hold on to this piece of property. It's a great investment. And uh, so four years later now, we still can't afford to build on it because we found out it's impossibly expensive to build there. Yeah. Um, building so building with, with, with the red tape and permits anywhere, it's not easy to build. We're just starting that process now. Uh, I had a friend I've known uh, nine years. And when I met him, he had just closed on land out in uh, a Thousand Oaks Westlake area. Mm -hmm. They just moved in uh, about like just just before COVID hit. Wow. It took him eight wow. years to get through all the, 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 you know, the sewage lines. Public. It's just crazy. Um, yeah. Well, you know what to it's, do? It's Go weird. out there, get yourself a place. Uh, maybe maybe you and Mary can be the ones who get a really good Hawaii con uh, up and rolling out there and just make sure to stock extra toilet paper in the guest bathroom <laughs> and uh, uh, because I'll bring my wife and she's All right. uh, and she uses toilet she, paper she so. oh like endless <laughs> see I can say that because she doesn't watch though. this no we're gonna have bidets we're gonna go all the way baby you're gonna get a squirt up behind me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get recertified. I was certified in scuba, and I'm gonna I, really? but yeah, but I need to get recertified. I've done it, and it's amazing. It's one of those yeah. things where I like I should I want to do it more, but I mm -hmm. I didn't, and uh, I need to. Yeah, um, we only do it like once a year. I I feel like I have to start over every time I go. I gotta go through the process. Again. Yeah, but but I'm I grew up on the East Coast, so like you said, I couldn't see my feet growing up, mm -hmm. and I had the the misfortune of you know having jaws was killing people in Martha's Vineyard, uh, which is in Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, and that's near where I grew up, guys. So um, sharks, now if I can see it coming, I can punch it in the face. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Remember that comedian? Remember that comedian? He said, do you believe that? That's what people say. If a shark attacks you, just punch it in the face. Yeah, and if that doesn't work, poke it in the eye with your stump. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of true. Yeah, there have been very few attacks there, actually. They do have tiger sharks, but we know where they are, and they don't bother anybody. I actually and have, I have a, I have stuff. a, my, we've already booked a trip with our Jill's cousins next May sometime. No, oh, really? Uh, to uh, Maui. They they have oh, a nice. place there, so we're going we're gonna to go there for a few days. Yeah, uh, or, or a week, maybe a week. <laughs> it might be a week. I don't know. Nice. But it's good. But it's cool because the one thing that this pandemic taught us is that you can do your job from anywhere. Yeah. As long as you got a good internet connection. You know, don't let the yeah. lava hit that because lava right? is hot. Lava is hot. It is not good for equipment. Nor is water. So keep your microphone out of the water too. That's always good advice. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Shit. No more bathtub, uh, bathtub bed bedtime readings. <laughs> Uh, must be fun. Steve, I can't even imagine getting read to by you in the 
bathtub. That'd be fantastic. Will you do that one? You should do that on Retro Replay. I will do, it do from that. The bathtub. I, retro retail retro replay from the bathtub. Yeah. Shower stories from shower stories. I'll, I'll supply the rubber duck. Let's do it together, baby. It's like he never gets to the end of the story. Why? You know. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to wash my bulbous naughty parts. <laughs> and when I say bulbous, I mean massive. Oh, God. I just say things like that to another camera for cutaways that we'll never use. Oh, we're using uh, that one. Oh, we're using You need them. a drain plug. It just, it just clogs it. Yeah, no. At my age, I just put one of my testicles in the drain plug and just <laughs> tub fills yeah. right up. It's like, I don't it's even feel out, the though. tug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, we were talking earlier, and I'm going to go at uh, you, uh, and I'll let you go after this. Um, since this is basically our Halloween special... Can see the all the decorations they put up for me. Yes, festive, very festive. No, it's not festive. It should be more festive. Mm. <laughs> they didn't do. They, they were like, sarcastic. "Oh, that's right. Uh, anybody got a balloon? That's a condom that they wrote on. It's not. <laughs> and why you have a condom? As long as it's orange. It's as long as it's orange. Um, yeah. Favorite Halloween candy. And now, because because uh, because we are both now. Uh, well, in two days, I'm over fifty, and I know he's over fifty. So um, here's the deal. I, I went back to like the, you know, back to the day with like when they had Bitto Honeys and Charleston Chews when you were growing yeah. up. Now there's too much candy. These kids and their sugar. Uh, uh, what, what was your, uh, what was your go-to candy on Halloween? I'm not a big candy dude. I was hoping that people would give me money. Honestly, I would, I would say, no, it's, you know, what do you got in your pocket? No, I, it's I, Halloween, uh, not your bar mitzvah. I know. I know. I like the I like the Reese's little mini Reese's Halloween peanut why butter. Do you, why do you have to say mini? You had you lost me at mini. No, they no, have the mini big ones. dogs. Let's get the big no, dogs. The no minis. Mini ones, because then I don't. Then I can eat like fifty of them. I don't feel bad. Just eat twenty five of the regular size. I that would be what a logical person would. Do. Well, it actually is not logical because they come in packs of two. You should have known that. 26 or 24 would have been the option. 25, unless you got one that had a thumbprint in it. Have you ever gotten I, that one? Nice. That's like some some guy walking through, got some kid goes, I want this, and he squeezes it, and then you get that home, you're like. Oh, I like the ones with the needles. Those are my favorites. The ones with the needles. Yeah. yeah Where, what did favorites. I, remember the candy corn? Yeah, can candy we, corn. Can I'm we, the only person I know who will eat candy corn, though. I like them. Cut the feed. Cut the feed. <laughs> yeah. I can't talk to him anymore. Cut the. You I'll eat, eat candy three. corn? I eat candy corn. I'll eat like three or four of them and then I'll vomit and then I'll wait till next year and I'll eat them again. Wait, I, wait. Now, like wait. Them. Are these like CBD candy corn, Steve? No, 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 no. I grow my own. Fuck that. No. Uh, these are the, the legitimate, waxy, awful candy corns that everyone hates and will shoot each other. Do over. you know? I eat them. You know that's what they pull out of people's ears, right? Yes. And then they market them. Brax yes. candy is actually yes. uh, an eye, nose, ear, and throat guy. Why do you have a problem with this? I don't They're know. Colored. I just think they, they color they are them. Colored, but you know it. It They're literally delicious. looks like it's just as good as crayons. Come on. Well, that might be <laughs> true. Kid, were you? Yeah. No, can't do it. I eat them nasally. Oh. <laughs> All right. 
Enough with you. I love you to death. Did you get anything uh, you can use? I, I, oh, it's I all going on. No, nobody really? cares. Nobody's watching. Okay. Good. <laughs> nobody's watching. All this is smoke and mirrors. My mother watched one. She goes, you look like you've put on weight. I'm like, you, I've never loved you. <laughs> but thanks for subscribing. Yeah, thanks for subscribing. She's like, unsubscribe. Uh, God. She's like, she's the one who downvotes our videos every time they yeah, go live. Yeah, there's uh, every, before our videos come up, the first thing up is a thumbs down, and there's only a couple people we think that could possibly be. Oh, and one of those people is my mother. Dude, you have to have her on the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you, you know? Have to. Okay, this will this will be the last story, and I'll let you go. I actually have told this to people. I, where I live and where LAX is, our studio we've done uh, Call of Duty at is in between. Mm -hmm. I had to right. take her to the airport, but I couldn't take her to the airport and then get to my session in time. Uh, it just didn't work out. So I took her to the session and then to the airport. To this day. Oh, hello, is this the doctor? She, that's how she answers the phone. She will do, oh, hello, doctor. And, and, wow. and Craig Houston, our writer, who's a mad genius uh, from Scotland. Craig. Craig, who could do our voices better, and then Dempsey comes in and says, and then the doctor, he could do them all. Right. And, and, and uh, the accent. that's the only time he could drop the accent, too. Exactly. It's, crazy. it's like when, the, yeah. when, when, a, when a, a Brit sings American song, it's like, he has no accent. And he's like, yeah, that yeah. song was inspired by my girlfriend's neck. You know? Right. Um, and what I did to that neck. It's called neck. Uh, anyway, pal, thank you so much for, for being here. When COVID and all this is done, we want you back here in person, and we're going to have a uh, Dempsey Richtofen Jello wrestle. Dude, what an absolute joy. I am looking forward to that. I am lubing up now. I appreciate it. See? Lube yep. up and uh, stay fit. You look great. You always, he's, he's a vampire, I'm telling you. He doesn't age. He's a vampire. Who doesn't uh, keep your candy? Give me the money. Although I only eat Jello and candy corn. That's it. Put the that's, candy that's corn in it. the Jello. Yeah. <laughs> like a There's jello a thought. Mold. A Jello mold. A candy corn Jello <laughs> mold. That sounds actually. Sounds by like the way, work. if it's green Jello, now I'm moving to Canada. Because <laughs> yeah. green Jello, Jello's fine. The green stuff. Uh, why? I'm gonna, why? It's I'm going to demand that when we wrestle. I'm going to demand only green. Oh, wrestle. you're going to get it. Yeah. You're going to get it. Okay. Right, um, I will. I will see you. Uh, uh, whatever you got. Yes. Hawaii? Let's let's do this. Yeah. Hang loose. Hang loose. Hang baby. loose, baby. Hang loose. Hang loose. Yep. Uh, love you. Thank you so much. And, I love uh, you too, man. Thanks for thinking of me. My best to Mary. Uh, and um, guys, make sure you if you if you're into like learning about how to be in this business, this guy's the pro. Uh, I'm just kind of the lark who they let into the club for a while, uh, and I have nothing to offer you. But he does. <laughs> um, check it out. Uh, what's the website? At bloomboxstudios.com. At bloomboxstudios.com. We're going to put that up. And it's, it's everybody, it's, it's Blumvox. He just doesn't know. It's Steve Bloom. I'll, I'll figure it out at some point. It's a, it's a long U. It's a U. In Sweden, we would put the two little dots it's, over it. It's that's called the uvula, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's not a dirty part of the body, but I really want it to be. So, I, I the uvula. To. Yeah, right? Mm. Yeah.
I'm growing an extra one right now. I think I grew one in the course of this interview. God, what a joy to see you again, is dude. That, I really miss you. Is, I miss you too, man. Um, here's what we do. We, what, next time, uh, uh, let's. you know what we do? We're going to have, uh, I'll call you. We have to have a, a, a bourbon, a FaceTime bourbon, because I know you're a, you're a man of Scott. You like scotch. and I'm a single malt scotch guy, but I'll drink with you. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Could I do... We'll talk later. I, I have some okay. I got in Scotland, a single malt, that I will, I, I maybe I will do a drive-by. I'll just drive, or I'll come over with a mask and I'll sit it out in your lawn. Just shove a straw through it. <laughs> through what? A paper straw. Oh, through the mask, <laughs> through the mask, okay. And then we'll okay. film it in jello. Ooh, I just, it just got hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love your voice, love you. Say hi to Mary. Everybody, everybody, Steve Bloom. Family for me. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for letting me soil your show. Hey, everybody. What's going happen? It's time to play Retro Feud or Replay Feud. Wow, we still haven't figured out the name. Pagan, did I go with Retro Feud? You yes, it's retro, retro feud. feud. We're playing retro feud. Yes, it's sir. a family feud game that I do. I'm not Richard Dawson. I, 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 I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not Steve Harvey, but I'm doing the best I can. Damn it! Today's guests with me: uh, Jen Miller and Tiny Hannah. Hannah, uh, 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 Jen, where are you? I'm in Seattle. You're in Seattle. Yeah. Very, very cool. I may be spending a yeah, lot of time right. there soon. They get in? Uh, we're close. I think my son's going to go right. to UW. And, and I'm going to be up there. And, and I've already talked to the developers I work for, like Bungie and Valve, uh, that, hey, I should come up and record there. There you go. And if you want to send me a ticket, I'm not You need opposed. a tour guide. <laughs> there you go. You. Seattle. Seattle, great place. Now, and on the other side of the world... Uh, Hannah trying to keep her, her family who's asleep, uh, clearly not retro yes. replay fans like Hannah is, uh, or they'd be up, <laughs> quite frankly, and I'm a little tip, uh, uh, miffed. Uh, Hannah, where exactly in the UK are you? Not exactly street name. We're not, we don't want people Googling you and coming to find you. Uh, I, I'm in Wales. You I'm are in Wales in, in the UK. You are in Wales. Wales. I, am. I forgot about that. I, I forgot about that. I was supposed You've to do Wales, Wales Comic Con. No, I'm I'm Welsh, and I've always wanted to go to Wales. And my favorite footballer, Gareth Bale, he's Welshman. Ryan Giggs, I know Wales, Lions. All the connections. <laughs> Just, Just making sure you know he knows Wales. <laughs> no, I love Wales. I and I, I want to learn how to the It's like a it's like there's a they have one word that takes eight minutes to say. Hannah can say it. Hannah, can you say Hannah it? Can say the longest I can name. say it. Yeah, You're putting yeah, me on the can. spot now, Pagan. Thank you. Sorry. Go ahead. I want to hear it. Say it. Sunfire push queen gets go get a queen drop of Santa Celia go go go. That's what she just said. <laughs> it has it has a hundred nine letters. What does it mean? What, it, what it's a town. It's a place name. Oh, it's a town. It's a place name. What she yeah, just said is one thing. Hey, where are you from? <sighs> I'm from. <laughs> is there like a shortened version? Like no, no. You have no to shortened. say it the the authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people from the town either say Sunvia or Sunvia PG, um, for short, because it's it's too long. Um, even when they've um, recorded 
something for the news there before they've just had to put Sam via PG because the writing has ended up going off the screen when they've tried to fit the full thing on. It's, it's, it's true. It's uh, wild. Was it Naomi Watts, I think, did it on The Tonight Show? She said it, mm-hmm. and they it's, wrote it mm-hmm. there. Like, we just copied. <laughs> well, Not as interesting <laughs> as Seattle, is it? <laughs> just as much nothing. rain, though. Just as much rain. And Seattle has the Huskies. Let's That's go dogs. True. Purple rain. Okay, let's play our game. Uh, Retro Feud, uh, we always start off uh, <laughs> with this ridiculous uh, disorganization that I <laughs> created. Um <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, what we want to ask you is a number between one and ten. I'm going to think of one. It's just to see who goes first. So I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. Whoever's closest without going over uh, uh, goes first. Uh, or can choose to go second. Oh, that's a new that's a new wrinkle. Uh, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. Jen. Eight. Three. It is eight, actually. Yes. Uh, would you like to go first or pass? See, this is getting I'm going to pass. She's oh. Oh, she passing, passing. Okay. Okay, Jen, oh, okay. passing. Uh, Hannah, you will be going first. Um, your first question. And uh, timer's on. There's no time. Name something that might be on sale at Phil Kensington's sales store. The store itself. Name something people donate. Clothes. Name a reason you would wake up in the middle of the night. My crippling anxiety. Name someone who gives you the best advice. Uncle Noli, of course. And finally, name a chore that people hate. Cleaning. I don't know. Um, well done, Hannah. Uh, we're going to go, we're going to tally up your scores first. Uh, Hannah's question, name something that might be on sale at Phil Kensington's sales store. Phil Kensington's sales store, buy my store and get me out of this shitty neighborhood. Number one answer, 50 (laughs) points, Pagan. Uh, we also would have accepted demon dog repellent, uh, soup and baseball bats and cheap shit. Oh, also Drew was for sale. (laughs) Of course. Uh, next question. Name something people donate. Number one answer, soup. But you said clothes. 40 points. 40 points. My God. 40 points. A number two. Oh, my. That, that's that's phenomenal. 40 points. Uh, clothes. Um, she's off to a rousing doing start. doing better than I thought. With 90. Yes. You're, we are all are. first. Fun. <laughs> uh, name a reason you would wake up in the middle of the night. You said crippling anxiety. We were looking for stifling anxiety. That's a zero. Uh, No, uh, number one answer to watch retro replay or to pee, which is for a lot of people the same thing. Um, So I'm sorry, that is a a, a zero, but um, feel for you. Crippling anxiety will wake you up. Usually, but usually you wouldn't. When it's when, when mine's bad, I'm not even falling asleep. Uh, name someone who gives you the best advice. Number one and only answer, Uncle Noli. Another 50 points for Hannah. She's crushing with the number one answers. Uh, well done. Uh, also, somebody. I guess some people think mom, dad, or teachers. But I mean, what Crazy do they people. know? What do they know? <laughs> They've been out in the real world, huh? 
Have they dealt with the crabs and other assorted uh, kind of uh, STDs? No. <laughs> Uncle Noli knows. All right? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That rash isn't going to cure itself. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot we're just taping this. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, finally, name a chore that people hate. Number one answer is having to wash Drew. Um, yeah. uh, and you said that. cleaning. Uh, yes, cleaning. 20 points. Also would have accepted laundry and ironing. Laundry is kind of like cleaning clothes, but uh, cleaning. Uh, 20 points. Uh, well done. Uh, Pagan, uh, what do we got there? A couple number one answers. Uh, Hannah is sitting on 160 points. 160? 160? Is that what you said? 160, yep. 160. My goodness. Uh, okay. Jen, this is going to be tough. Yeah. But... Should have gone first. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, no, you don't. You don't know. This, your true. questions are coming up. They're just, just as fair. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Name someone who would compliment your mother. Oh, definitely Uncle Sal. Boom. <laughs> uh, name an animal you would keep as a pet. Mountain lion. <laughs> I'm sorry, you say mountain lion. Mountain lion, yeah. Okay. Hannah, you're doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> Name something you'd likely find in the retro replay studio. Just look at cans. Yeah, you the answers in front of you. There's a whole lot there. Uh, next question Name a retro replay membership tier. Drew Soup. Drew Soup. It's a good one. Shut up, Drew. Sorry. This is my show. Yeah. Speak when spoken. <laughs> uh, final question. Name something you'd be afraid to hear in the dark. Richard McGonagall. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's let's get to the answers. Um, first question: Name someone who would compliment your mother. She's a beautiful woman. Uncle Sal, number one, fifty points right out the gate. Um, but let's not get cocky because uh, <laughs> oh, I'm not because uh, <laughs> Hannah came right out the gate. I am prepared to lose. Um, but Anna, uh, uh, let's see. Name an animal you would keep as a pet. Uh, we would have accepted dog, cat, hamster, Drew. You said mountain lion. You didn't ask if it was a feasible pet. I would just really like one. It is not here on true. my list. <laughs> it is not on my list. Um, a hamster is like a mountain lion, though, right? Yeah, I think really close, yeah. Okay, yeah. still yeah, a zero. <laughs> That's my imaginary buzzer. Cousins. It's a zero. Crazy Seattle people. There's too much rain in their brain. There's mountain lions. There's a mountain lion and ate someone's dog near my. I mean, I got I got rattlesnakes. I got mountain lions. Where do you live? You live in Cal. You, you, I live in the. You mountains. make it sound like you live in the middle of nowhere, buddy. I live in. The, I, well, I as far as California goes, I live. I people can't. I need to live somewhere where they don't hear Jill scream. That's true. <laughs> I thought that was you uh -huh. screaming. No, I'm usually crying. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's 
what what's got you up in the middle of the night, Nolan? The crying. <laughs> you know what, Hannah? You you and you and <laughs> you would. <laughs> you know what? The other night, um, we, what woke us up? My son walks in. He goes, uh, "My Xbox just came on." I'm like, "I'm like so." He goes, "It's not plugged in." <laughs> <laughs> and then as I walk down to his room, I hear music coming from my other son's room. Open the door because I think he's playing his guitar at like three in the morning. Open it up. He's asleep. And his laptop is closed and music's playing from it. So when are you selling the house? Is yeah. it soon? It oh, like oh, it's on the freaking market. <laughs> you, are you kidding me? You nuke that place from orbit, buddy. <laughs> oh my God, it's like it's like the old Eddie Murphy sketch. It's like this is a beautiful house, baby. Ah, oh, the kids play. It's beautiful. Get out. Too bad we can't stay, baby. Um, <laughs> it, okay, uh, back to the game. Retro feud. That was a commercial break. Thanks for joining us. We're back. Um, next question. Jen. something you'd likely find in the retro replay studio. Number one answer, Uncle Noli. But you said soup cans. Yes, 35 points, soup cans. Woo. There are soup cans. PJ, Empty uh, Stephanie, Paul, uh, all acceptable answers. Uh, name a retro replay membership tier. Oh, the, the dirtiest of all of them, Drew Soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Drew Soup for 40 points. Crushed it right there. Um, and finally, name something or someone you'd be afraid to hear in the dark. You said Richard McGonagall. <laughs> Number one answer for 45 yes. points. Richard McGonagall, uh, I, I, I want, uh, I'm going to send a clip of this yeah. to, to Graham McTavish because it, it, is, it is, he and I are the ones who have just promoted this and Richard's like, they know I really don't kill people. And I'm like, I, are you sure? He goes, I, <laughs> oh, I love him so much. He, we got to have him on. We got to zoom him back in. Totally. Uh, you know, when he's not. Yeah. And getting the mud from under my nails. Yeah. I think he's going through his cleanse right now. He's going through his cleanse. Uh, okay. Uh, there's a lot. That, I think you got three number or pretty close. Pagan, uh, Jen had to beat, what, 140? It was, yeah. 160, uh, 160. Hannah, Hannah got 160. Hannah got Very 160. Close. Jen? Jen got 170. 170! <laughs> 10 points? This is unbelievable. That's crazy. That's the closest wow. we had. I expected Damn. to lose. Before we go, yes. I wanted to point out that... uh. Throughout this whole thing, Jen has some beautiful artwork on her skin, oh. but most notably, that retro guy. replay. What? Look at the retro replay! Thank God she won. Right? <laughs> I'm having this taken off. <laughs> she like puts it like. Screw this place! Just a circle. With there you go. You got some really good ink. I keep threatening to go. get uh, stuff done, and um, I, I'm going to do it. You know what? I, and I think we should do it. I should. I should do film it, it and. And you live stream it. I should li- live stream a tattoo, huh? Yes. Yes. Oh my God, 100%. do it. Yes. See, Hannah, the, that gives me needles. anxiety. I don't like needles. <laughs> I have I a like tattoo. I don't like needles either. <laughs> Is that Sharpie? That's a nice work. <laughs> Gotta do it every Jen day. Can do it. You can do it. 
Thanks, guys. Appreciate you very much. Right. Keep watching. Thank and you. Uh, yeah, we'll keep playing whatever the hell I'm going to call this, this show. That's what we call it. <laughs> whatever the hell this is called. Welcome to yes. whatever the hell this is called. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks. All right, guys, as always, it's time for our photos on the bar. Up first, we have Hunter Marima. Hunter Marima. Uh, there he is. Uh, next up, uh, oh, uh, Anonymous actually wanted to use her membership perk for a shout out to the pictured Kessie. That's Kessie Bear. Uh, big hugs. Miss her. I miss everybody in the conventions. Uh, we'll be back hugging soon, I hope. And finally, uh, Legend of a Fallen. Tyler J. and his guitar. I don't know if that is that a Fender. What is that? It's not a Gibson. Unless it's a Gibson SG. I don't know. Cooper would know. Uh, but there's Legend of a Fallen. Tyler J. Uh, I remember shoutouts this week. At the Get Good level, Thomas Leach, Johan Eriksson, Cassandra Federowitz and Jacob Bobinger. Uh, at the Drew Soup level, we have Luis Reza, uh, who uh, is also, I believe, is now an Altered Beast member, if I uh, remember correctly. Skull Daisy Baby, Baby, Skull Daisy Baby, and at the Altered Beast level, uh, uh, Lux Two One Seven, Rainbow Dash, and again, I believe Luis Reza. Um, recently upgraded to the Altered Beast level, so congratulations to you. Uh, here is your shout-out. A birthday shout-out. Because it's a ghost. Get it? <laughs> I apologize. Happy birthday, everybody. To me. Don't cut that part. It's not what I meant. You threw it up. Happy birthday, Nolan. Oh. It's Drew, right? I want to say it's Drew. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Drew. See you next week, guys. Tequila. Retro Replay stars Nolan North and was created by PJ Harzma, Drew Lewis, and Nolan North. This episode was edited by me, Stephanie Judge, and mixed by Paul Bach. This show is listener-supported, so if you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, or join our community as a member on YouTube. You can choose from one of four tiers to support on a monthly basis. If you're currently a member, thank you for supporting and keeping this channel going. This show is brought to you by Red Bear Films and Retro Replay. I'm Stephanie Judge. Stick around for another episode, or we'll see you next week.